0: Welcome to Business Lens, broadcast on WKXL, available wherever you get your podcasts. Although, I should note, we are in the Capital Close-Up podcast feed, where you get all kinds of really interesting information about stock investing, business strategy, economics, and of course, New Hampshire politics, because that's a mix that makes a lot of sense. I am joined, as always, by Chris Hill, the host of Motley Fool Money the number one stock investing radio show in America. You're on how many stations, Chris? 60 stations across America. 60 stations across America, a very popular podcast, which I definitely recommend you check out. And speaking of podcasts to check out, last week in our last episode, Chris and I started a conversation that you could just, you could go so deep on a discussion like this. And It seems so valuable and so important to the future structure of the economy and how we think about investing uh, and the way so many businesses are going to uh, interact with customers over the next 15, 20 years that I thought we would do a deep dive. So just to set up the topic that we started to explore in just a couple of minutes at the tail end last week, there was some very interesting reporting that emerged about a week ago about a brewing, simmering battle between Facebook and Apple. And it's not the standard kind of business battle that you see for market share or different offerings for for a product. It's about the very concept of tech, the very concept of the internet and social media. What are companies going to offer? What are our roles as consumers and users of those technology going to be? How are those roles monetized? This is some really fundamental stuff for the biggest and in many ways, most important companies in America and in the world. On the one side, you have Facebook, whose entire business model is built around its users being the product. Our eyeballs, our collective attention is what they're selling to advertisers. Their business depends fundamentally on not only our attention, but our data. And it brings up all kinds of questions about information and free societies, privacy, and our relationship with this company who ostensibly offers a free, but maybe it's really not for free, service. On the other hand, you have Apple, who has built its business on selling hardware, gadgets, and things like the app store, services, uh, applications, software. And they're making a push for a very different concept of tech, of privacy, and our role interfacing with them, interfacing with those services and products. In their concept, we are their customers, not the advertisers. We are the users of their product, and privacy would have a very different treatment under their regime. Some of this may be posturing, but some of it really does go to a fundamental concept of how do we use the internet? That's the setup. Chris Hill, you are a deep, deep expert on the business, economics, and strategy side of this. First of all, just to set up this battle, does that characterize... The, the, the rundown I just gave, does that characterize the way you see this shaking out? And is there sort of, besides the companies, that I, the, the two titans that I just mentioned, are there other companies that fall on either side of that divide that you think are worth calling out in this brewing battle? I think you summed
1: it up nicely. And those are the businesses that Facebook and Apple have set up for themselves. Um, it, you know, it's interesting. Uh, it, I'm old enough to remember in the, back in the early 1980s when the phone company was a monolith and it was broken up by the federal government uh, and uh, that created the baby bells and now we have you know, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, all these others. Um, part of what is challenging for regulators when you hear talk of you know Facebook is too big, we gotta break them up, Apple's too big, we gotta break them up, is that back in the early 1980s, um, it was an easier case to make uh, to break up the phone companies because, uh, or the phone company because it was hated. It, w- it was a monopoly. It treated customers terribly. People hated the phone company. People don't really hate Apple and Facebook in the same way. I would throw Google in there as well. Obviously, Google is part of the the larger Alphabet Corporation, but I think that's part of the challenge for regulators: is these are not companies that on the surface, uh, are hated by uh, a vast majority of people. Um, To to get back to sort of the the setup that you um, laid out, um, Facebook, as you said, Facebook is um, this platform that is free for so many people to access, um, and uh, they have uh, sort of created their business around, as you said, making you and me and everyone else on Facebook and everyone else on Instagram the product that they sell, and they do a great job of selling their product to advertisers. The targeted ads that follow us around whenever we go on Facebook. Uh, I'm not on Instagram, but um, but uh, the they put the same algorithms to work there as well. Um, Apple's business is much more straightforward. We're going to sell you expensive products. You are our customer. We're going to give you the highest quality products we can. And we're also going to give you the greatest amount of privacy because we think that's important. And um, you and I have uh, talked before about this topic. I think marketing is an interesting thing to watch when looking at businesses because it's a way for businesses to shape their own message. Um, you look at whether it's a video ad on YouTube or a television ad or a radio ad that you hear or an ad that you hear in front of a podcast, it is the company saying, this is the message we're putting forth. Increasingly, Apple is putting forth the message of privacy. Um, You know, for a long time, Apple's, I would say 100% of Apple's paid for advertising was all about their products. Here are all the things you can do with the new iPhone. Um, here are all the things you can do with the iPad, et cetera. Uh, they uh, have really pushed the privacy message because they feel like it's an advantage for them. Um, and if I were handicapping this race, you know, it, it's, it's funny, one of, one of the analysts at the Motley Fool, who's a regular uh, on the daily podcast I host, um, is an attorney by training. And every once in a while I will ask him, Which case would you rather argue? Which side of the case? You know, if it's a if it's a single company um, dealing with um, you know an antitrust lawsuit or something like that, I I will ask him: Would you rather be the company, uh, or would you rather be the lawyer for the government? Um, When I sort of use that lens to look at Facebook and Apple, I think I'd rather be. Uh, On Apple's side. Um, You can also use the gambling analogy. You're sitting at a poker table. You can have Facebook's cards or you can have Apple's cards.
0: I think Apple's cards are a little stronger right now. That makes a lot of sense to me. And certainly the privacy argument is super sympathetic. On the other hand, as you point out, and I think this is a really good point, unlike the situation with Ma Bell, where they were the big, bad boogeyman of regulated monopoly and everyone hated you know, the technology was stale and you had the rotary phones. You remember the old black phones that were so heavy. Chris Rock has a great routine about this, like so heavy you could commit murder with them. Obviously there was a lot to hate there and people have very complicated feelings about Facebook. And so it's, it's a much more mixed case. I suspect that you're right. I suspect that from an emotional standpoint and look, my background is in government and policy, and I certainly have some feelings from a regulatory standpoint. Let me ask you this, though, because your expertise is investing. As an investor, is one model or one company that are being debated here, would you put your bet On them? Or did you already answer that question in terms of, look, Apple's got a slightly better case here. So if you had to go one way, you're probably going their way. I think it's important to remember that um, in recent history, uh, just in the
1: last 10 years, there have been serious questions from the investing community about both of these businesses. In the case of Facebook, which went public in the spring of 2012, it was You know, is this young man ready to be CEO of a public company? Because it's tougher to be CEO of a public company than it is to be CEO of a private company. Will their advertising model hold up? Will they be able to grow it? When Facebook first went public, precisely 0% of their revenue came from mobile advertising. They were a desktop platform. And so there were serious questions about the business. Of Facebook and its ability to grow. In the case of Apple, there were two questions over the past decade. One was around the history of consumer technology and pricing coming down uh, over time, and will Apple be able to sustain selling expensive mobile phones at expensive prices? Because history as a guide tells you, no, they're not going to be able to keep this up. And The other question Uh, was about um, what does Apple look like after Steve Jobs is gone? Um, For all of his talent as Chief Operating Officer um, under Steve Jobs' command, there were questions about Tim Cook. Is this guy going to be able to be the CEO in the long run for Apple? Both Facebook and Apple have answered those questions um, to become two of the biggest public companies in the world. Um, so I, you know, th- this is my way of um, hedging a little bit on your question. I don't know that I would bet against either one of them, um, even bringing the regulatory questions into play here. Um, you know, Something we've talked about on Motley Fool Money a bunch of times is over the next five years, you look at Apple, you look at Facebook, Alphabet, you can even throw Amazon in there as well what is the likelihood in the next five years that any one of those companies either gets broken up by regulators, or spins off part of their business to avoid being broken up? Um, If one of those two scenarios was going to happen, I would bet on the latter. um, Because, you know, you you and I talked about Ma Bell being broken up in the early 1980s. Uh, That doesn't happen very often. It is, you know, for all the Times the word monopoly is thrown at a given company, it is pretty rare for the government to break up a business that it deems to be a monopoly. So, uh, yes, they will continue to get hauled in front of Congress uh, for different committee hearings and that sort of thing. But um, Facebook has things it can do to fend off regulators, and
0: Apple has levers they can pull as well. It's interesting because certainly you, you lay out a case that, okay, maybe they both have sort of a compelling case. And if, you know, from an investor standpoint, and if you're going to spin it forward, you'd say, maybe they're going to have a fight over this vision of privacy and what relationship you have with your customers, but it's possible that that fight could, could end up in a draw and you could have both concepts, both models of doing business continue to persist i for my part one one area that that at least from my baseline economics training that that occurs to me is that maybe the barrier to entry is a little bit higher on the apple side because you have to innovate and you ask about the five year picture for them rhetorically not asking me you know apple has products they've put Billions and billions of dollars into engineering those products. Not that Facebook hasn't, but on the attention economy side of the equation, on the Facebook side of the equation, there are new entrants all the time. TikTok is a company that didn't exist a few years ago, and now has a major place in the attention economy and the social media landscape. You know, and and may persist, may not. But it would strike me that. Facebook perhaps faces a little bit more risk about a new entrant knocking them off the top of the pinnacle or eating away at their market share for the social media, eyeball, brain attention uh, slice of all of of us than Apple does with its well-established brand and its highly engineered technology. Thoughts? Uh, a couple of thoughts. And and, and just to, to make it clear for listeners, I mean,
1: we're talking about two behemoth businesses and two different businesses. These two businesses are very much squaring off right now um, in a fight over privacy. Uh, Apple um, is rolling out the newest uh, version of their operating system um, that's designed to create a greater amount of privacy and will make it harder for uh, Facebook to target ads uh, on, you know, for people who are walking around with iPhones and iPads. So, uh, um, you know, again, they they're different business models, but these two companies are battling one another as you and I speak, Matt. Um, I I think that um, a a good guide to what you're talking about, good real life example is Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat was a young, up and coming private company, and Uh, they were doing something different and Mark Zuckerberg and his team thought, okay, um, we should buy them. And they offered Evan Spiegel, uh, the founder and CEO of Snapchat, uh, a check with a lot of zeros on it, a few billion dollars to buy Snapchat while it was still a private company. And Evan Spiegel said, no, thank you. I don't want this. I'm going to build my own company. And uh, I remember at the time, thinking and saying on our show, Mark Zuckerberg is going to spend the next year focusing a lot of his energy on creating a a Facebook version of Snapchat so he can destroy Snapchat. Um, And certainly Facebook has come out with their version of that. It hasn't worked um, in terms of destroying Snapchat. Snapchat, again, at the time, there were people, myself included, who said, boy, Evan Spiegel might look back and regret the fact that he walked away from a check with a few billion dollars on it from Mark Zuckerberg. Well, joke's on me, Matt, because today Snapchat is a $100 billion company. Can you say that again? $100 billion. One hundred for,
0: for, for texts that disappear?
1: Yes. Oh my Snap is a $100 billion company. But it goes to your point. Um, you know, uh, let's use an example that has nothing to do with either Facebook or Apple, Boeing. All of the headline risks that Boeing has undergone over the past few years around the 737 max, and then most recently this, you know, plane that had the emergency landing in in Denver with uh, the 777 uh, with the engine problems. Um, Boeing stock, yeah, it's down. It hasn't gotten crushed in the way that some thought it would because Boeing is one of two businesses in its industry. It really takes a lot of money to start an aircraft business. It takes a lot less money to start a business like Snap or TikTok. Um, and those are the types of things that can sort of um, you know, capture the zeitgeist. And um, that's, that's the problem for uh, Facebook because Facebook has more competitors than Apple does. Apple makes a device There are other companies that make devices, but there aren't a lot of them because it's an expensive business to be in at scale.
0: Facebook has more competitors than Apple does. Well, what you're talking about uh, from an economic standpoint is what's called the hoteling paradox. And airlines are really a a fantastic example because on the manufacturing side, very high barriers to entry. On the running an airline carrier side, it's sort of the classic example of the paradox, which is... You can restrain prices because it's relatively easy to compete for slots and air routes. And you're charging too much to fly, I don't know, Kansas City to Denver. Well, someone else is going to come in and offer that route and undercut you. And that restrains your whole business, your whole pricing model. One more question when it comes to other players in this space. So you have some other Tech behemoths out there. You've already mentioned Alphabet, Google. Um, you've got Amazon, of course. Do you foresee any of these name brand, major businesses, mega businesses lining up and, and entering aside in this battle, either in order to undercut a potential competitor? I mean, I haven't seen Facebook wanting to sell products in an online store, but you know, it's not doesn't stretch the imagination to think that they could do that? Um, or is this really just going to come down to Facebook versus Apple? You
1: know, it's interesting. There's uh, There's been little sort of sneaking in on the side. and And, you know, the thing about businesses of this size, when your market cap is a trillion dollars, then it's easy to look at a side business that on its own is only, he said in air quotes, only worth 10 billion dollars or 20 billion dollars and think well that's just a drop in the bucket for them but the fact of the matter is that facebook does sell stuff because they have marketplace they have a marketplace platform on facebook and um i haven't bought anything on there but i know plenty of people who do um google and facebook are the two biggest players when it comes to digital advertising but amazon somewhat quietly over the past few years has launched their own version of an advertising business. Um, it's not enough to keep Google and Facebook up at night, but it is big enough to be either the third or fourth biggest player in the space. I mean, it's a distant third or fourth, but it's um, uh, it's absolutely playing in those spaces. Um, and And we've seen sort of failed attempts in the past out of Amazon. Amazon tried um, to go the route of offering a phone and um, it, it did not work at all. Um, and it was deemed a failure. But you know that's why Jeff Bezos and his team try so many things because you never know when a failure is going to lead you to something else. And there's a good case to be made that the failure that Amazon had with the fire phone um, helped lead to things like uh, the Amazon Fire Stick that a lot of people, myself included, use on their televisions, um, or even leading to things like the um, uh, the smart speaker at home with uh, Alexa. I don't have it on Alexa in my home, but I know plenty of people who do. So uh, again, these are these are businesses that are big enough that they can make um, sort of these side bets to go into each other's um, playgrounds, for lack of a better term. Um, but right now in terms of head-to-head battles, Facebook is involved in the two biggest. The, the biggest is digital advertising, where it's squaring off against Google. and uh, The second business uh, biggest, which is uh, you know um, pretty contentious, is the privacy battle that it's engaged in right now with Apple. Well, you remind me, first
0: of all, that I have to go out and buy a fire stick. That sounds uh, wicked useful. All right. Final lightning round question, given everything you know today, if you had to buy just one stock and you could choose Facebook or Apple, who are you buying?
1: I think I would buy Apple um, uh, just because of the way Tim Cook has led this company. Um, And at, at some point he will step down as CEO and I'm confident in his ability to pick a successor who will continue that job.
0: Well, just an absolutely fascinating conversation that we could continue ad nauseum and frankly will be continued in every venue, in the business side, in the government regulatory side and in our own homes. And Alexa will be listening in the whole time. This has been Business Lens. I'm Matt Robeson, that was Chris Hill. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in.